0: Hi, I'm Tom Hendrickson from myitcareercoach.com, where we build great tech careers, and welcome to Tech Career Talk. Today we're gonna talk about agile working agreements. Yes, today we're gonna have a solo cast. I wanna discuss something that's, um, something that's been pretty popular that I've written a little bit about, and uh, I think it's kind of important as I work with a lot of teams and and work on different teams. You know, I notice that this is something a lot of teams miss, is that agile working agreement. I was recently working with someone in a scrum master who, um, I don't know if they were joking, but they said, well, why don't we just use this uh, agile working agreement this other team had. They had one on a board and thought that this would do well. And I kind of uh, had uh, wanted to shed a tear and, and think, wow, if it was only that easy. And really, I think one of the powerful things about a working agreement is that the team can decide for themselves a while you know, some basics. Um, And I heard some people talking about this once too, about how the importance is to have a working agreement, even if you have like a uh, a conversation or any sort of meeting, um, it's kind of important to kind of have a working agreement about how things are going to, how the interactions will go. And I think I learned this when I went through training a long time ago to be a Scrum Master and I think it's very helpful exercise for a team to kind of come together and make decisions for themselves. Some of the simple things really, um, and this is kind of an easy one really, but this can be something, can be a bone of contention if it's not brought up early, is really just something simple like core hours. So for instance, you might have, maybe you're a morning person um, and maybe some of your teammates are like to come in later in the day. You know, it's important to kind of call out those core hours and really say, okay, we're gonna have meetings only during those times. This can be really important, too, if you have remote employees um, to kind of call this out and and find those common hours or as they call their the golden hours and figure out how that will work um, so you can have your your different meetings. I think that's an important thing to kind of set that because that's kind of a simple thing. I think a lot of people overlook the core hours of a team, Um, a big one too. a lot of teams will define a definition of done. I think that's a really helpful thing to get everybody on the same page. Uh, as a developer myself, sometimes I don't test as well as I should. And I remember uh, call out a really great quality assurance person I worked with, Mickey uh, Cry, a long time ago, and uh, she was really helpful at getting me to understand how I needed to, you know, test things completely on different browsers. Uh, it depends on you know what you're working on, of course, but it's good to call out and kind of have the team decide what that definition of done is, and and really you know, what it will encompass. Obviously, as I mentioned, it's gonna depend on what maybe type of software you're working on, but it's good to have everybody at the table. You know, maybe it's the product owner and the Scrum Master and the quality assurance people or whatever your team might be made up of. It's good to have everybody there and kind of call this out. And then another thing that I think a lot of new teams struggle with is they'll get into, um, maybe it's Scrum or some sort of agile working framework They'll, they'll kind of be flustered with bugs and, and what they're going to do with bugs when they come up in a sprint, how they're going to handle those, um, you know, things are going to happen. And I think it's good to call this out and kind of talk about how you want to plan to do that. Um, you know, there's lots of different ways to do that. We don't want to go into all those here, but I think it's important to think about that as you work on a team and really think about those Bugs and who's responsible for that? And how you're going to handle it? Because it's going to happen. You know, um, developers aren't perfect. I'm a developer, and I'll be freely admit that. Um, and then another thing too is information radiators. I know a lot of times technology people will focus on, oh, we've got Jira, we don't need you know boards or anything. But I think boards are really important. Um, you know, be it a, a burn down chart or a sprint board or anything like that to really make it easy for, maybe it's somebody who's not on your team. Maybe they have a dependency on your team to see where things are because people are gonna to wanna to come. And I know especially when you talk to people who are managers or executives, they don't wanna go into JIRA. They're not gonna go in and say, oh, where is that at? Yeah, let me look at JIRA. Uh, most managers aren't gonna to wanna to do that. They don't have the time. Um, and it's really helpful too for for your teammates too it can be a good place to you know kind of bring the team together especially for your daily uh meeting um to kind of set base and and kind of work together um so information radiators are really helpful you know um there's lots of different ways you can do that and and even to kind of set up what kind of um boards you want to have maybe you'll start with a simple you know kanban board um or sprint board and then maybe you add a, a backlog board or a planning board or something like that but to kind of set that up and then make sure that the team has that space to, to kind of um, work together and collaborate. So these are some basics, I think, in the working agreement. There's a lot of other things you could add to a working agreement, but don't overlook the power of just the team coming together and really building this out together. Uh, it's a good way to start it off, especially if, um, for instance, if you have somebody new joining the team, maybe even just to kind of go over it with them in a, you know, in a, during one of your sessions, so you can kind of set the basics um, so they understand, or if they want to share some input, or maybe, for instance, maybe it's been a while and your team, you know, created one a, a, a long time ago. Maybe it's a good time to come back to that working agreement. Maybe you want to start fresh and, and start completely new, or maybe look at everything on there, and, or maybe there's certain things you might want to call out in a retrospective. Maybe, for instance, like we talked about, we started out with core hours. Maybe that's something that, you know, you can call out in the retrospective that people aren't, aren't there always during the core hours or aren't available if it's you know some remote people you need to make some accommodations for. Um, but I think the work agreement is a very powerful uh, thing to use and I think it's important to, to use it. Um, so I think you wanna think about that with your team and really use that to its full potential. So we've talked about that today, really think it's an important topic so feel free, if you have any questions, to email me, Tom, at myitcareercoach.com. And don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast. I'm Tom Hendrickson from My IT Career Coach, and Tech where we build great tech careers. And thanks for watching Tech Career Talk.